Hello and welcome to another episode of the VR Download. However, it is Monday, not Thursday. And so we have to uh, make things easier for our audience, separated out the VR download into two separate sections. The first section will be on Mondays, and it's going to be more hardware, generic industry related. So there's not going to be a discussion on games and uh, entertainment type of things. We're saving that for Thursday. So the VR download on Thursday will then have games what are we playing stuff like that if you want an idea of what to expect uh, me and david we have the first gaming episode from last thursday up now so you can go go over to youtube or your podcast streaming of your choice and uh, check that out so uh you get me kyle and uh jamie yep. today hello ian so when is internet we're work? Gonna... <laughs> hey you know ian ian's taken a page out of my book and is actually using trying to use the taco mm. bell wi-fi yeah. Down the street. All right. <laughs> so hello to the regulars and all the new folks. I have uh, the new tablets that are running Upload OS, uh, <laughs> proprietary. All right. Well, the first... Hello, Ian. I feel like based on the silence and the slow moving, Ian's probably not here. Right. I feel like this is the ghost of Ian. If you're, if you're listening right now, the ghost of Ian is, is joining us this, this podcast. Give us a sign. Not you once <laughs> you are here. Bit by bit, he's trying to show up. Maybe he just wants to hear me talk about the HP Reverb G2. A PC VR headset. I- I'm excited to hear about this. Uh, PC VR doesn't have a whole lot of options. So w- is the G2 the savior? I have a, re- a review unit of this. This is a headset people have been looking forward to for a long, long time because uh, like the original Reverb of last year, it's got 2160 by 2160 per eye resolution, which is really, really, really sharp. If you don't know that stuff, it's better than the uh, Quest 2's resolution. It's better than the Valve Index's resolution. Yeah, there was a version of it last year. I think people... While they liked the screen, they had problem with like the ergonomics um, and some they had like two camera inside out tracking, which wasn't super stable. They've come back this year with a partnership still on the mixed reality platform, Windows Mixed Reality, but also with a partnership with Valve, which lends them a whole bunch of stuff that you can see in this picture here. If you look towards the back of this headset, you'll notice some very index-like ergonomics. There's some, some of the same kind of fabric cushioning that you get with the index. The exact same speakers, uh, off-ear speakers that sit just dangle above your ear, which lots of people really, really liked on the index. Uh, and also lens design is a bit different, uh, even though the display is is essentially the same. So I got this headset on Friday, and I've been putting a good number of hours into it over the weekend. I've been going back to some VR, PC VR classics, booted up Google Earth for the first time in a while. I've been looking forward to this thing quite a long time, and I would say mainly so far, with the caveat that this is not my final review and I've still got more testing time ahead of me, I really, really like it with with some caveats. The display is absolutely incredible. A fairly noticeable jump uh, from the Quest 2 to this. Uh, I, I went back and saw, for example, I went and played Skyrim VR, uh, and looking at the world around Skyrim VR, I suddenly started to notice, like, individual blades of grass and like the different leaves on a fern or like if i got my uh, arrows out and i noticed for the first time in vr really like how sharp the arrow points were and that's really really incredible especially when you then pair it with how comfortable the thing is a real treat i would say to wear 
ironically, it's actually a little heavier than the Quest 2. You can actually take this cable out and store it uh, without without any cable whatsoever. And when you do that and weigh it next to the Quest 2, it's about 100 grams heavier. But because the weight is distributed all over the device, unlike on the Quest 2, where all the computers are at the front, so it's very, very he- front heavy, this thing feels absolutely phenomenal to wear. Having said that, and again, this is all just very, very early impressions. Tracking's not super brilliant with it. Um, You will notice where you lose the field of view for tracking uh, much more than you do on a Quest 2 from what I've found so far. I I don't know. It it almost makes me nostalgic because even though I've been using Quest 2 mainly for the past three months, I've just forgotten how much a PC VR wire can tug at the back of your head, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one thing with it. The controllers... These are newly designed for this headset specifically, but they're very top-heavy and kind of stubby. These handles here are kind of stubby in the hands. They're not awful, but I'm not too crazy about them. And it runs on the Windows Mixed Reality platform, which is kind of a relic in this in this day and age. I think it was 2017 we first saw the first uh, Windows VR headsets, and the platform hasn't really grown since then. In fact, you could argue it's been pretty neglected since then. The uh, the controllers themselves, I'm I'm very intrigued at the mm-hmm. windows mixed reality uh ecosystem do you have an old version i didn't have them but i have i've used them before i, I remember it's been a while but i remember bit those being quite top heavy uh i don't know if you if, if you'd say that those controllers were uh for a lack of better terms just bulky they Awful. were <laughs> yeah, I, you know they weren't bad but uh the big ring and that lipped uh kind of process in the middle there that connects it to the i'm glad to see a new version of it come out and mm-hmm. you well, know well, when, when you look at the other controllers from the other headsets it looks like somebody actually asked a vr user what they'd like what they'd yeah. want and then they yeah, tried sure. to fiddle that into uh, you know, something that is also obviously viable for usage with the tracking. I mean, that big ring up there is necessary for the tracking. All the other controllers have rings of some sort as well. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I wonder about, I would love to have been a fly on the wall in the meetings when a Microsoft person said, uh, can, can we get that piece up there that holds the ring a little narrower? Can we maybe change the design? Can we have it like underneath or something? I I, I don't... This it's, baffles me. Yeah, it's not It's not good. I mean, the, one of the really good things about them is they sit very, uh, very comfortably and neatly when you turn them upside down. They storage. do. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. about, that's about like the only really, really good thing. Another point is that when, when you're wearing them, using them, these lights are actually on. And Zena, yes. who is, you know, often in the room when I'm using VR, often says that they're actually kind of distracting uh, for her because they are actually just really, really bright and almost like Christmas decorations, um, which is quite funny. The other thing I do, I do want to point out is if you look at those old, older controllers, the, the handle is longer. And this is actually very, very stubby, stubby. So if I hold this, this rounded bit here, well, actually, I can actually feel it like around the very bottom of my hand, which for me is kind of kind of uncomfortable and i think that also really contributes to the top heaviness of the device i think these are too short and thus you kind of feel your hands leaning a little bit while you're holding them just a yeah bit. yeah now some people will make the argument that who cares what it looks like you're in mm-hmm. vr 
So mm-hmm. who cares what it is physically on the outside? It could be, you know, pink with purple polka dots. Actually, that would probably be cool, but <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter because what's in the experience itself is what's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, usability, obviously, is critical. Uh, have you found yourself uh, hitting things with it? No, although I am fairly uh, well spaced out in my VR setup, I don't I don't have the luxury of walking in my setup. But when I'm when I'm standing still, I'm pretty far out of reach from anything. Um, well, the, re- the reason I, I ask is because yeah. with the uh, the OG Acer uh, Windows MR headset or the Odyssey Plus, the ones that have the older controllers, I did find that the Windows MR controllers. Uh, I tended to hit things more often with those than I did with the other brands of controllers. And that's why I, I asked could, that question. I could definitely see the reasoning behind that, yes. Also, the haptics, maybe I'm just too used to the uh, the new Quest 2 haptics, but not that great in this kind of a very weak vibration. And again, I like we're being very negative on the controllers. I think the headset itself is really, really good. Uh, some people asked for me to talk about the resolution. I did mention it. Uh, if you go back in the podcast, uh, just a couple of minutes, I was talking about it then, but really, really incredible. You get really, really nice details out of virtual worlds that you won't find on pretty much any other headset. Uh, audio is really crystal clear. My, I mean, my favorite thing, I did mention this very, very briefly, and I'm sure you can do, the, you can do this with other PC VR headsets, but it's very easy here. This face lining is magnetized, so it comes out really, really easily. And then you just take this wire out also really, really easily. And then you can store it as neatly as you store a Quest 2, provided you just shove all the wires, a litany of wires somewhere. So I'm going to ask you questions as if I was uh, completely uninformed. And is the cord so easy to remove that if I give it a good tug, it'll come out? I I haven't had anything like that. It goes in really, really, really far and really secure to the point where it's actually... It can be quite hard to make sure you've properly get, got the connection in there when you're plugging it in, just because they want to make sure it's so secure in there. And then the faceplate, once it's back in, magnetized, will hold it in place and won't let it move. What about God rays and yeah, things that people question. complain about on other headsets? So I, I would say so far, and I, I do need to go back and play specifically looking for them, so I can't comment too much for it right now. But the, the time I've, I've noticed God rays the most is the time you would always notice them the most when you are first loading up a game and you get all the white text, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the legal jargon and the, this people, these people made that and whatnot. That's where I see them and they're quite prevalent. I haven't noticed it a heck of a lot when you get inside an environment and you start immersing yourself in there. But I need, like I said, I need to go back and specifically look at that. And it would be great, uh, you know, chat, if you have suggestions for good apps to look at God Rays with, I'm all ears because that is something I definitely want to look into. Those aren't God Rays, those are Devil Rays. Yes, those is are that just, a thing? That's that just hellish thing. light. Thing doing VFR, so, clearly. So the speakers, uh, the headphones are off the ear, is that mm-hmm. accurate? Okay. Yeah, that's that's um, how people describe it. Is Xena hearing the experience as much as you uh no i don't think so let's ask cena when i use the hp reverb g2 are you hearing the experience from the off-ear speakers as much as me or is it kind of not really you don't hear anything 
Athena doesn't hear anything, and I usually play at pretty loud volume. So okay, right, that's that's, that's encouraging. Very good, very good. Uh, it looks like uh, Adam is saying MRTV says they're non-existent. I'm assuming he's talking about the god, the god race. race. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I, yeah, I I will have to go uh, back and probably check that out because that is not something I want to neglect in my review. Um, that's a big deal. That, that's a pretty yeah. big deal for a lot of people. I know that even you know even with the Quest Two, which is what I'm wearing right now. There's that occasional, like you said, a load screen or something that reminds me that this is a Fresnel lens and mm. that there's little, you know, yeah, that's sparklies on the edge. Yeah. So that, that's that's a pretty important piece. Uh, I noticed the nose piece has the mm. the flaps. Uh, oh, yeah. How light blocked are yeah, you here? I think pretty light blocked. Um, yeah, I. I that's a great that's a great point because I'm so used to using my VR cover on my Quest 2 which is what I've got mm-hmm. installed right now but actually I'm quite used to zero light uh in a headset at the moment and I haven't noticed a difference when moving over to the Reverb G2 to the point I haven't thought about it so I'm going to say a really great light blockage uh if that's your thing but also a uh, flip up feature can flip the visor up and rest it on your headset for a bit uh, on your just your head not your headset uh, for a bit, if you want to get a drink, uh, or if you you know you want to quickly answer something on the computer or whatnot, um, which I, I love, love, love that feature. I wish all headsets uh, had that. I understand why some people don't because it makes it harder to hold on your face. But I think the way HP does it, actually, it still very, it still feels very secure on your face. Um, so I think that's a really, really cool feature. Uh, cheeseburger. There is still screen door effect, yes. 4K resolution is still not going to be human eye resolution. However, if you've used Quest 2 and seen how kind of much, much smaller it's getting with Quest 2, this takes it another step further, um, which I think is really, really good. I think once I think uh, Oculus scientists once said that you need something like 16K. 16k yeah yeah, for Mm -hmm. it to be human eye resolution so you are gonna you are gonna notice distortion and slight discrepancies in virtual worlds until you start hit start hitting 16k so what that's that's four times four times 4k still a long way to go on that front but it it really is really 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 nice to see um is it more comfortable than the index i'm going to say yes i think it is more comfortable than the index i think the index is a bit bulkier it doesn't have uh the back dial that the index has which is a shame i really like back dials on headsets again they make putting them on much easier makes it much easier to pass a headset around uh this uses two velcro straps as you can see on one side here and a velcro strap on the top um not not incredibly easy to find you know the vr sweet spot every time but it's once you do it is remarkably comfortable in my opinion that raises an excellent question is this able to be uh well i guess we would call it franken v2 mm, would there be an option to it. remove and change the strap out is what i'm asking uh, i wouldn't want to try it personally it's quite well anchored in there i also don't really don't think you'd want to i mean you get everything you 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 want with this setup, I, I guess well, the, the halo strap. There is the halo strap, and I, I guess I'd be yeah. interested to see if if someone would make a halo strap for uh, Rank and Quest Two. But honestly, I find 
and I'm very particular about this stuff. I find the current setup as comfortable as a Halo strap. Excellent. And that's rare Excellent. for me to say. So, there was a question here about the FOV compared to Quest Two. Uh, I can't recall the specs uh, off the top of my head, but very, very, very similar to Quest Two. Uh, I wouldn't you know, say I'm just I make, one way or the other. I'm just going to make a blanket statement. Uh, most of these headsets that are on the market now or will be coming out anytime in the near future, the the difference in FOV is going to be negligible until mm-hmm. we make the statement of, holy cow, this is the one that changes FOV for everything. This is the game changer. So mm-hmm. I would assume, you know, for me, I have to use the uh, spacer on my Quest 2 to move my face plate uh, back as I am a bespectacled individual glasses mm-hmm. and scratch a third set uh, in VR. So I, yeah, I, I think, I think all that stuff will, will make it known. Um, Pumpkin Eater asks, uh, are there cameras? Can you see uh, slash map the room? Yes, there are cameras. There are four to track where you are in the room. However, um, as far as I know, I haven't come across any feature uh, you can't see the room using pass-through, you, but you do have to map the room using your headset once you first boot up uh, Windows, and it will remember that for the next time you use it. Uh, Gunnerman plays is asking, how is the tracking prediction compared to the Quest 2? I mean, you'd have to do a really in, in-depth yeah, analysis well, to answer I, that question. I, I, will, I will say this, uh, Gunnerman, from what I've seen so far, where Reverb G2's tracking really struggles is um, when you hold controllers down by your waist. Uh, so you can't, they're not directly in view, you're not holding them out here, but like say you're just walking along in a virtual world with nothing to do at that particular point in time, you might hold them down by your waist, or maybe there's a, like a button just here that you're trying to push. You, you won't see that on, you won't see the controller on your headset, obviously, in that point. So most of the time you wouldn't notice that the tracking is actually not doing so well. But in some games, you have that kind of persistent laser pointer uh, and quite a lot of VR, Mm -hmm. really. And because of that, you will notice often that it's actually off by a couple of angles, uh, a couple of degrees or or whatnot. Um, But, you know, when it's in, when it's in the field of view of the tracking, it's all working really, really well. I haven't had any problems with the headset tracking itself so far, so that's good. Um, and I believe I, I was speaking about this with Heenigard earlier, and he was saying the, the difference between the tracking field of view for the Quest and Windows is that uh, Quests is wider in a vertical sense. <laughs> if that, that's probably a terrible way of describing that. Whereas uh, <laughs> Windows is wider in the traditional wideness, horizontal plane, the x-axis, if you will. I think that's the x-axis. I might have got that wrong as well. Let's move on. No, Z is up, right? (laughs) Z is up. Don't at me. Is that how that works? No, no. I will at you. Z is not up. How dare you? Uh, You know, I I have to make the observation that the uh, camera placement on this headset, and I I saw a photo, I think, that, uh, Jamie, you posted on your Twitter of you Mm -hmm. wearing the headset. Uh, It looks really cool. Uh, aesthetically, the, the, the placement, go, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I almost feel like I wish that that HP logo wasn't up there. It lights up. I don't know if that comes up in that picture, but the HP logo lights up. So, Interesting. There you go. A little, Interesting. A little more extra Christmas magic. 
so there's there's been and, and this will be kind of the final note on on this headset here but uh, there's been a lot of folks who are saying that this is the savior of PC VR. This is uh, the way to use PC PC VR to its fullest uh, with, while subverting certain platforms. Do you think that those are warranted uh, proclamations? Uh, I, so I'm right. I'm I'm getting into like the grit of my review at the moment uh, when I'm not in the in the download, but. It's it's a very very loaded question. The question and the you know the answer is who are you as a VR consumer? If you really do want to avoid Facebook and you really really love high end VR uh, and six hundred dollars sounds okay to you to avoid Facebook, then yes, I do really 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 like this headset and I do think as an enthusiast headset, which is what I would describe it as, because I think six hundred dollars is an enthusiast price at the end of the day and nothing. Nothing priced six hundred dollars as a primarily, you know, gaming device is going to save PC VR, as it as it turns out, or um, as they'd say. Uh, it's a great, it's a great enthusiast device. Uh, I'm a VR enthusiast. I'm going to keep using this thing. Will it save PC VR? Will it take on Facebook? I mean, no. The the Quest Two is just half the price of this, and very, very. Comparable both on like the headset specs themselves and the fact that you can then just plug uh, a Quest 2 into a PC anyway. It's The math doesn't really, really add up, but I completely respect the choice if you want to avoid Facebook and you're looking for best-in-class VR. I think it's a really good choice. It's a uh, non-negative response. Uh, that's very good because yes. it is subjective, like you said. Very good. Very good. Yes. Thank you. All right. Well, let's move on to our next piece of news, which is about the Quest 2 and uh, selling five times faster. Zuckerberg, in the uh, earnings call recently, said pre-orders have outpaced the original Quest pre-orders by more than 5x and have surpassed our expectations. You know, that raises two wonderfully awesome questions is number one, uh, what were those expectations? <laughs> and number two, why? What did they do differently? Now, I have my ideas, but I'd love to hear your thoughts first, Jamie. Well, that's the magic of not telling anyone your sales numbers. You can then say we surpassed expectations and everyone's like, wow, let's go write a new story about that. Like we did. But right. who who knows what that actually means? Um <laughs> Having said that, I mean, like you know, we the the uh, what's the word? Uh, anecdotal data we get from developers about the first year and a half of the original Quest Live suggested that you know the thing did very very well, better than certainly better than most other VR headsets on the market right now. That's where they were selling all their software. Then people came in on launch day and said, you know, their numbers were many many multiple times what the their you know traditional day sales were on quest so it, you know all that data is trending that way it's just really really frustrating unlike you know other gaming markets where we get to say how many playstations have been sold how many xboxes have been sold we don't get to say that request i would i really hope at some point you know the thing sells so many units that facebook does come out and say what it's done um but we'll just have to see right I would imagine, because we all watched, or those of us who have been in the industry long enough, we've all watched 
uh, Zuckerberg get up on the stage at Connect and go, we're going to put a gajillion people in Facebook by next mm. week or whatever. That seems to me like an expectation. Mm. That that the expectation is that this is going to thrive, become, you know, mainstream. Hey, look, for the first time I can do it. Mainstream. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Finger tracking for the win. Uh, if that's the expectation, then how did it surpass that? <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah. you know, maybe they have like a, a, like how much per year to get us up to like 2024 or whatever. And they've, you know, they're 102% to goal. I don't know. There it is. One billion. That's different than yeah, my one kajillion they, that I said. They said they wanted one billion in people in VR, what, like three or four years ago now. But uh, they've also right. said since then they want 10 million headsets sold to sustain an ecosystem, which uh, you, ha- you have to ask, is Quest 2 the one they think will get them 10 million? Um, and how quickly will it get them there? I think it is the headset. Certainly now, I think it's the headset that will get them to 10 million if, if that's what they double down on. Shortly before uh, CV1, the consumer version, uh, the original Oculus Rift came out, uh, I made a comment to a very young executive at Oculus at the time. I said, are you guys going to put these in stores? Am mm. I going to be able to go to Walmart or Target or, you know, uh, any retail establishment just purchase this headset off the shelf. And the answer was, well, no, because the type of person that's going to buy this headset doesn't need to go to the store. They'll just order it online. No big deal. This is on the shelf at stores. My Mm -hmm. mother went and purchased one at Best Buy last week. And that I think made all the difference in the world. So if you're scratching your head going, how did this get five times more than we thought we would? It's because you put it in the stores. You had stock ready, uh, supplies ready to go, and you put them on the shelf on launch day, and lo and behold, people could purchase it. And Mm -hmm. that right there, I think, made all the difference. Now, that begs the question of, will they be able to continue to sustain that? And if they do... Because uh, shelf space—that's uh, that's. Well, I think that's valuable real estate. You know, I think uh-huh. I think I think we'd be seeing what we're a month into this thing now, and we haven't really seen it sell out as we approach Christmas. I, I think retailers have maintained a pretty steady stock, especially in the face of PS5 and Xbox One, which have both been where well, they had like what like twenty minutes of pre-orders being live, and then they've just been sold out entirely right up until launch uh, later this week i don't it's it's quite interesting to see because you know roll it back to the start of the year and facebook was in like in hell trying to keep up with demand basically for quest one and they managed not to keep quest two a secret for very long but they got hmm. it close enough to the launch uh, and it was quiet enough about production runs and whatnot leading up to launch that I am absolutely surprised at just how well this thing stayed in stock because I don't think that's a sign that it's not really selling. I think it's a sign that Facebook had so many different factories all over China putting these things together as fastly as, as quickly as possible. Uh, and they've done, I, I want to say they've done a, a, a good job maintaining stock. I know 
there's been some defects in terms of some of the accessories they've, they've released. So a certain amount of elite straps and whatnot have been snapping, whereas other ones seem to be rock solid. Uh, and there's a, there's some other weird claims on Reddit at the moment about maybe defects between units, but I can't substantiate those at all whatsoever right now. So it seems, it seems to be going well. Um, yeah, there you go. There's a there's a uh, broken strap uh, cracked right through the one of the sides. You know, that, that's... Bucks. I, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, no, because I've purchased the Elite Strap, you know, and that wonderful gray pillbox of a case. Um, I, I really hate that zipper, by the way. That's just <laughs> the oddest design on a zipper. I understand why easy. they did it, but no. But anyway, this strap, you know, I'm I'm worried because I have this uh, Elite Strap and, mm. you know, I like to tighten it. Like, I'm going to sit here and tighten it really like, like, I'm Oh, okay. Well, I just, just broke do? mine. I just broke mine live on. Did it actually break? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You disappeared. I know. Oh no, my god, it's... you scared me, man. I was like, oh no, what am I going to have to do? <laughs> That's right. Good feeling. Can edit that out later. That was uh, very impressive. No, I... <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. No, I, I mine sturdy. I, I have had no problems with it at all, and I'm sure that there's just an inconsistency in the line but this is still technically it's a new product all new pieces i would imagine i mean i'm sure there's some molds that they used uh over again but you expect problems like that to occur i mean don't forget psvr uh there's a version one and a version two of that yeah and that's as a result of faulty cabling connections and all that nonsense yep. so yeah i don't know yeah, that's I, very I, I really think that there's uh a lot of valuable data to collect that we don't somebody asks is there a website i can go to to see how many of each headset's been sold no but if anybody ever finds that no. send us the link uh yeah. because i'd be really curious too i believe i firmly believe that there's going to be a bunch of these under christmas trees or festivus poles or uh whatever festivus you poles. celebrate yes yeah I, uh... I think I, the way I, I would put it is this, is when I reviewed the original Quest last year, it got to the conclusion, and I resisted the temptation to write, this could be VR's iPhone moment, because I believed, mm. even though I really liked Quest Two, uh, Quest 1, I believed there were still too many things, and VR itself as an industry was still too obscure for it to really, really take off. I still didn't quite say it in my Quest 2 review uh, a couple of months ago, but I, I did say the sentence, this could be the, where the race really starts. And I, I genuinely believe that this is probably the first device that has that big mainstream uh, impact. As we, you know, as we say week in, week out, but I mean, but this story just proves that pace is, is, is going and maintaining and that... I agree with you. I think it's going to be a really, really hot item this Christmas, um, especially because I, I think the thing is, it's it's something new and it's something cheaper than the the games consoles. You know, it's I think it's probably doing pretty well stacked up against the PS5 and the Xbox One because you know, first of all, they're sold out, but second of all, they are appealing to the same old audiences they've always appealed to. Whereas you know, mum and dad see this, and you know they're they're probably more interested in trying out VR than they are getting a 4K hulking behemoth of a machine uh, for their kids. And I think that has real value. 
my experience is unique because I've been showing VR to my family and friends since, you know, DK one days mm. and they have at least attempted every experience that has occurred, uh, that I've been able to show them. And for my mother to call me and say, Hey, I know your kids are playing uh, rec room paintball or, uh, you know, their echo arena or anything that they're playing. How do I come in and play with them? Now I mm. live almost 3000 miles away from the rest of my uh, extended family. And this is an opportunity for them to be able to be in the room with their grandchildren and have an experience with them. That right there is all mainstream needed to be able to sell this product in the five X that they're seeing. At least that's, that's my personal experience. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, But, I, I wonder when they're going to, if and when they're going to tell us sales. I would hope they might tell us at the next Facebook Connect next October or September. I would hope by then they've hit whatever milestone they want to hit to come out and say, guess what? We have sold two, three million. And, you know, we have sold two, three million copies of, I don't know, Population One or whatnot. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to see. Will this, will this be the combat breaker? Will they finally do it? The last time they shared headset sales was. Gear VR, and that was a very muddy number because they gave so many of them out, you know. So true. We have to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, five X. Do we anticipate, and and you specifically, do you anticipate that trend continuing upwards, or do you think that that will taper and go down to maybe point mm. eight X? It depends. I mean, it all depends on twenty twenty one, right? Like. Are they going to have the software to really, you know, shout from the rooftops about? Because, I mean, the stuff coming out before the end of the year is, is good, but I, wouldn't, I still wouldn't say there's, like, a lot of hugely decisive killer apps on, on Quest 2. And then I also think it depends on competition at the end of the day. Are we going to see a PSVR 2 next year? It's sounding doubtful, but that would take a bite out of Quest 2 if it did. Um, are we going to hear anything about Apple? Because that would give them probably their biggest cause for concern if we do get some sort of standalone Apple headset in the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the big uh, what if variable right now is that Apple could come in and have their iPhone moment. Wait, mm. yeah, mm. yeah, their <laughs> eyeglass moment. There, Awful. trademark. Very good. All right, well, let's move on then to our last piece of news. Uh, Microsoft says starting in Unity 2021, now, notice that that's the year, not the version. If you're not into <laughs> Unity, you don't understand the versioning. Don't worry. Unity doesn't even understand their versioning. Uh, OpenXR will then graduate to be the only supported Unity backend for targeting HoloLens 2 and Windows MR headsets. Now, uh, that is specific to the Microsoft ecosystem, but OpenXR is available for all ecosystems, really. And so if you're a Unity developer, uh, you're getting very excited about this. Now, I don't know how I feel about using Minecraft as the image for this story. I mean, he's I using it. Open, he was using <laughs> a Windows headset. you know? Yeah, right. but that's, they led with that, didn't they, in their messaging, I believe. Yeah. 
you know, I'm still waiting to play. I remember the HoloLens uh, Minecraft experience. It pops up out of the table, and then you can, like, eh, none of that happened. No, not yet. All right, so OpenXR is based in, not to be confused with OpenVR, because that is the uh, Steam backend where they attempted to do something similar to this. Uh, I'm going to watch the comments here as well, so That's- people can tell me when I say wrong stuff. Uh, but OpenXR, uh, Kronos Group, has this uh, industry standard type of thing, and I'm always reminded of the XKCD uh, comic about the open standard, the the multiple standards, and all that. Somebody should really come up with a solid standard here. But OpenXR is going to give an opportunity for uh, the game engines to talk to everything evenly without mm. having to, because as a developer, if you're not a developer and you don't understand how this works, eh, different ecosystems need different pieces. And so there might be a different APK or an API or a different uh, development kit that you have to use. It, this is the intention of this is to solidify it and, and bring it together and only have one thing that you can do. Uh, yeah, good. Jeff, you get it, the XKCD comic. This is pretty exciting because this is a lot of major players. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, just because a bunch of major players are involved doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect or or end up sticking around. But some of these, I mean, I'm I'm thinking that this is OpenXR is definitely the future for the developers. Mm. Um, I don't know, Jamie, do you talk at all to any developers have you heard anybody any good or bad comments about OpenXR? well i mean i can talk to the experience you get on steam vr when you don't use like uh, a game that's officially optimized for uh for the headset you're wearing right uh, and you know on on steam vr they have that kind of official listing you know rift windows or htc5 or index uh, and often when you're playing something, let's say, on a Windows headset and it doesn't work or on on an older game or even an index on an older game, you're going to press a button. That, let's say you press the A button on your uh, index knuckles controllers and then the A button doesn't do what the A button does on a touch controller. Or the difference in field of view means that, you know, the world's popping in just a little like, interview, mm-hmm. which is very, very strange. That kind of stuff, anything you can do to keep like like chipping away at that and, and nailing it down. Because, I mean, you look at this ecosystem and this is sprawling. I mean, you know, Google has a headset or, or have had headsets. HTC have headsets. HP's got a headset. LG have prototype headsets. Oculus obviously has many headsets. Sony has headsets. Uh, Samsung has headsets. Qualcomm has reference designs. Vajo uh, has headsets. Valve has headsets. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, cross-platform development on Magic Leap and HoloLens and then Microsoft's got headsets and these are all different controllers and they're all working very different ways. They've all got slightly different field of views, different approaches to rendering, all that kind of stuff. You know, if you are a developer, either, I guess, you know, whether you're consumer or B2B, you know, you want to start maximizing your profit and getting up onto as many platforms as possible. That's a problem because that could that can, first of all, that could be, you know, in the tens of thousands just fucking up all the gear um but then in you know just q a and testing against all those different headsets is it's really like a mental minefield that you you can't really navigate in this day and age with how sprawling this has become so 
anything that comes out to you know chip away at that so that let's say in 2022 if all of this goes smoothly whoever's making the microsoft uh minecraft latest version for xr all he has to do is flick the open xr switch and suddenly it's working on psvr2 as well suddenly it's working on quest as well that's great that's going to be really really big for driving adoption across many many different platforms that's going to help steam vr's you know sheer quantity come over to uh rest in a lot of different ways and that's going to help some of the stuff that people have made for quest come over to steam vr so it's everyone everyone wins with this approach not everyone Oh, no, Be- because there is a big tech name that's not on this list who may or may not have a headset coming out. Hell, tomorrow, two years from now, we don't know. But where's uh, okay. Apple? Where's I Apple? You're going to say Huey. Look at that. Perfect, Heaney. It's like you knew it was coming. Apple's not on here. And you can design. Uh, you can develop stuff in Unity for uh, HoloLens and uh, the Windows MR devices. Uh, you can design things for Apple. I mean, is this a this is this is a different thing for Apple? Is Apple kind of going to have way, Open XR support? Is what I'm trying to get at. Will Apple have Open XR, or will they have their own thing, which? Because then it feels like these are this is like the United Nations of VR, uh, mm-hmm. that, that previous list of all these people teaming up and having a unity, because eh, it is unity. And Apple, are they going to have their own, like a closed XR? No, that's not. I mean, that's you're, mean. you're that's talking not. about Android versus iOS, and that's already a thing. <laughs> With Apple oh, right, involved, right. But like I mean, it's... are we getting into the next version of that? Is that what's happening? I mean, yeah, it, it could well be. We just. Apple wouldn't Apple wouldn't be on the list until Apple was very public about what it's doing, which it isn't right now, right? So I I always feel like the the iOS and Android comparison is one day going to be leveraged at Facebook's closed ecosystem against uh, CVR and everything else. But I I don't know. It's 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 hard to say without without seeing what they do. I mean, obviously the the only real basis we have to go off so far is when they bought what steam vr support to mac uh with with the htc vive right uh, so that 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 is a sign that maybe they could go that way in the future yeah it always feels like an afterthought though you know with apple yeah, and their yeah. and their their whole gaming it's like oh hey here's your tiny little awesome laptop and or, or computer and if you want to do high-end gaming here's another box that yep. needs to sit over here next to it i i I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually nervous about this because um, you know it, it's gotten to a point now where if you are going to develop it, specifically in Unity, since we're talking about OpenXR, uh, if I wanted to develop something for Android and for Apple, uh, I can design one thing in Unity, and then it's just a couple steps here and there to switch yeah. to get the different versions. I want that for vr developers too and i'm just really worried that if we're going to end up with something where the reality kit apple's reality kit is so dramatically different than what open xr in terms of an interface i i don't know that that could actually end up being the next ugly platform war mm. at least that's yeah. what i see yeah no i i, I can see that i I mean, developers do learn to adapt and, and, and make it through whatever tools they're provided with at the end of the day. And I don't, I, I, I have faith in them to 
you know, just if 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 Apple doesn't join this, I I can still see most of the big popular, you know, VR and AR apps finding their way through somehow. Um, it might, yeah, it might there might be a lot of tension and attrition going on there. But what do I we'll many, just have to see? How many how many VR developers put went all in on Magically? Like just completely said everything I'm going to make is specifically for Magically, mm. and then where is that platform? So, you know, Magic Leap's here now, and that's good. So maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill, but I, I just don't know. I, I'm I'm really worried about this because the development area right now for VR is who do I design for? Do I design with mobile in mind for Quest Two and? You know, separate, or do I do PC VR? I mean, there's there's at least one developer out there who's working really hard on making the most amazing PC VR experience, and has been for you know two three years now. Only to see PC VR just kind of hanging the way on. Has, yeah, yeah. So I I, I don't know. It, it's got to be a challenge for developers. I, I my heart goes out to all of you. Uh, yeah, I, I well, just I, again, like I, it's hard to comment on the whole Apple thing until they do that. I mean, well, isn't their next event tomorrow or is it right. today? Or is uh, it, it's the tenth. So. Don't even know what day yeah. is it? Uh, it's it, it's lockdown. Um, yeah. it's it's, <laughs> it's the tenth. So I think so. I think that's tomorrow. I don't think we're expecting something there, but I mean, it could always be tomorrow, and then they could always say something. But I don't think it will be. Just don't don't run that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, OpenXR is definitely a uh, a nice thing to have added to the industry. It's going to make some things easier for certain developers, and I'm excited for an actual standard that is has the potential to be the right standard. It's good. Yeah, for sure. It's very good. Uh, do we have anything in the chat we should discuss? Well, Dylan asked what makes OpenXR so special. I think we kind of went over that. Why would big developers want to support? Uh, big developers would want to support because big developers would be making big games and big apps that would be you know, increasingly more complex to get to other headsets. So with OpenXR support theoretically on their side, they could get those uh, games and apps to headsets much, much more quickly, uh, much, much more stress-free. Right. Uh, so if you design a game... Uh for let's say the quest in unity and you use open xr and then somebody else comes out with another headset mm. uh, open xr is going to make it a lot easier for you to be able to immediately jump into that new platform uh, mm. theoretically that's that's the goal yeah. uh cheese cheeseburger asks have there been any leaks on an apple vr headset we do have a, a couple of reports i'm not going to call them leaks because i don't think they are that but we do have a couple of reports from people claiming to have sources that, yes, Apple VR headsets are going to happen and different far-off plans for different AR headsets. If you go to uploadvr.com, use our search bar and just write Apple, I'm sure you'll get a plenty... I'm sure you'll get many hours' worth of speculation to read. Um, that's, that's always fun. But it Joshua, is speculation. And that's yes, very important is. to remember. Josh, Joshua O asks, what the Shrek is this? This is the Upload VR download it's upload vr's uh, twice weekly podcast on monday we talk about tech and stuff like all this kind of nerd stuff and then on uh thursday we talk about games like all that kind of nerd stuff great mm-hmm. yep yep uh and and we'll continue the discussion on who is the better host 
me mm-hmm. or David. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David is doing an adequate job. I have to say, it's. I'm, you know, I'm not going to throw my hat in the ring. I'll, I'll, I'll sidestep this fight. No. Okay. Right. But well, I don't. I don't. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. So you know, I, I heard talking in my ear, but got, I didn't. We we got we got intermittent messages from Heeny God, but we didn't understand them. Heeny God, please repeat. No, okay, next story. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, so okay. that's what... Yeah. So, so the, the, last, the last thing we're talking about is the PlayStation uh, VR stuff right, that came he, out today, right? Right, right, right. So you can lead us through that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, I guess this is kind of sort of the hot topic of the week, which we were also kind of going over uh, in the gaming podcast last Thursday. Kind of nice because last Thursday we were under some embargo, so we couldn't talk about like the quality of the PS5 or anything, but we're not. And we'll be talking about it again on the gaming podcast next Thursday. So come back if you want more more discussion then. But to go over it now, uh, there is a whole mess of stuff that we've been following for months on the PS5 front. Um, and it's compatibility with the PlayStation VR. If you if you need the the cliff notes, it's basically that PS5 only supports PSVR through backwards compatibility, so new PS5 games can't support the headset right now. But what we've learned today is that it's it's hard to describe, but essentially if a PS4 game uh, has a certain set of features and then you run that PS4 game, including PSVR games, on PS5, you might see better performance on the VR game. So those two features are unlocked frame rates and dynamic resolution unlocked frame rates meaning that traditionally you know a lot in vr we talk about like hitting like 60 fps 90 fps 120 fps frames per second uh how many times the frame is shown to you in a second the more frames per second the smoother the image uh with an unlocked frame rate when they when a a gaming machine is able to handle uh a game pretty smoothly you will get higher frame rates and obviously a ps5 running ps4 games is able to handle much higher frame rates than the PS4 was because it's a much more powerful machine. So there's a chance to see some improved frame rates on PSVR. In fact, uh, the developers of Blood and Truth uh, tweeted out earlier today that you will see uh, higher frame rates up to 90 FPS on that platform. Although that's a little confusing because I swear that game hit 90 FPS anyway. Um, hmm. And then the, the other one is dynamic resolution, which again, same sort of idea. You can see higher resolutions in, in higher uh, much more powerful machines. So in theory, again, you can put the headset on and see worlds with more detail and texture. We it's it's been a it's been a, a weird ride with the PS5 because for the longest time we didn't think games could do this. We thought you would plug a PS4 game in via disc or download it or whatever, and it would treat on PS5. It would treat it straight up as a PS4 Pro game at best, right? Like it would recognized there was a little almost ps4 pro inside there and it it knew to run like the ps4 pro mode but with this news it's it's we could see potentially even better results than that which is very very exciting i think for a lot of the kind of psvr library that's in the past been a little uh held back by the power of the base ps4 certainly i wonder if there are going to be a lot of patches doled out over the course of the next couple months for the yep. PSVR titles to get higher texture detail packs mm. or something that would yep. improve it beyond 
the load time and the frame rate. I mean, yeah, the potential is there. Yeah, I would, I would hope they do that. I mean, they've said what, what they told us at uh, when we asked about PS5 games uh, running PS VR natively. So, for example, Hitman Three on PS4 has a VR mode, but on PS5 it it doesn't. So we asked, you know, can Hitman Three run VR on PS5? They told us no. They said we have not yet announced uh, PS VR games for PS5. They didn't say no because it doesn't work it was worded that left them you know and this is all pr jargon so they always want to leave the door open in some way but it was worded in a way that left the door open for that potential um which would be really 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 exciting because our review of the ps5 went live on friday and we had a very you know vr angled review and david who reviewed it said it was an amazing console with very very disappointing vr support and if, you know, if they start opening that door and start laying more of these features through, maybe, you know, PS5 version of Hitman 3 can natively support PSVR one day, that all very quickly starts to change. And of course, we're all talking about building to an eventual PSVR 2, hopefully here at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'd be really curious to see, you know, with all the news that's gone back and forth about the, the current state of a PSVR 2, what is it going to even look like? Is it going to be just a new version of what you see here on the screen, or is it mm. going to be something completely different? Is it mm. going to be standalone with streaming? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's 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 weird because I think if you went back a year ago, even you could actually kind of see a path to PSVR two pretty easily, and the idea was that. Sony would keep investing in content for a strong launch, and then you would see <laughs> you would see great like launch apps coming out, and then you would see PSVR come out with you know day one support for like let's say if they said oh so by the way if you get PS5 on day one Half Life Alex is there waiting for you on PSVR or something that's there all that go. kind of stuff made a lot of sense right and then the more we've learned about it the fact you can't play uh, PSVR on PS5 games has kind of detracted from what I like to call the dream because I'm a big PSVR fanboy. Um, hmm. And it's got, you know, just a little more disappointing each piece of news coming in to the, to the point where I think last week or, or two weeks ago, the, the CEO of PlayStation said something like, the future of VR is not going to be here this year. It's not going to be here next year. Will it be here the year after that? Like, who knows? And it wasn't... I, I still think they're doing PSVR 2, but it wasn't a very inspiring statement for the CEO of a major VR front runner to say. Uh, it was a bit of a uh, bit of a shock to hear, in all honesty. Um, yeah, we're just going to have to, again, it's, we're just going to have to see where it goes. I th they they cancelled, Sony cancelled VR games. They, they shut down a first-party studio that was working exclusively in VR earlier in this year. Again, yeah. not something that sends the strongest message. But then again, they've been kind of restructuring a lot ever since the CEO Jim Ryan took over a couple of years ago. He's, I think, there's reports this week that some of the you know PlayStation Japan team has been let go quite recently. Uh, there were reports earlier in the year that some of the Europe division uh, has has gone in this kind of effort to just streamline the wider company because I mean, famously, like the PlayStation organization has been split up into these different regions. Uh, where you know Europe has its own store, North America has its own store, PlayStation has its own store, and I do think with PS5 you're seeing 
uh, more of a concerted effort to streamline some of that stuff. So I do think, you know, those layoffs would be a part of that, but it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence for big outlandish experiments like a second PlayStation VR, which they would no doubt sink, sink millions and millions and millions into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, I mean, who knows? Maybe their play, maybe their next play will be a standalone. I mean, maybe they're seeing the writing on the wall. I would love, I would love, you know, if they had done that and if they made a kind of uh, Oculus Link style situation where maybe you buy a headset that can do all the stuff the PS4, PSVR could do, like it's it's basically a portable PS4 you can put on your head, which that would be absolutely incredible. And then plug it into a PS5 and get like Gran Turismo 7, Resident Evil 8. That would be really, really compelling. But it's, I don't know. I mean, they they could do the PS Vita R. Yes, I mean, I don't think they ever want to name anything Vita again in their no, entire lives. I, I, I don't encourage that at all. They could try. They could try. Well, very good. Very good. Look at that. Blood and Truth is PSV, PS5 ready. Yeah. Update went good live stuff. today. I think David's going to be checking it out later on. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so I saw in the comments somebody was asking about the roulette. VR roulette. Is that mm. still part of the Be- weekly? Routine. VR roulette is still is still happening. I believe we're planning to uh, be back with a new episode on Wednesday. We sometimes we sometimes miss them because we're very very busy people that have to get serious work done sometimes, and not just play right. a bunch of random rubbish themed VR games. But we're hoping to be back uh, on on Wednesday. Thanks for asking because we love doing VR roulette and uh, we love having you guys join in, join in for us with us. Yes. And as you probably, if you're a regular watcher, listener of the show, we have technical difficulties all of the time. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is because we are all remote. Uh, you know, we've got people in the UK. We've got people in California. We've got people in Washington. We've got, I mean, it's, we're spread and, out. And not just that we remote, no one else is doing this. This, this crazy thing we sit in every week and talk to. And uh, Heavy God, who you can never hear, but is working away diligently over every podcast, is pushing out updates every week, every time we do this. And of course, that comes with last minute hiccups and whatnot. And, and sometimes it means we have to delay an hour. Sometimes it might even mean we, we don't get to do the podcast that day. But at the end of the day, it, you know, it, all, all of that enables this. When it does work, it's pretty amazing. I think you guys agree. Yeah, I, I think the equivalent, like Ian attempted to get in here uh, earlier uh, unsuccessfully, it's the equivalent of getting stuck in traffic when you're late for a meeting. Exactly. exactly. Is, what has, is what has happened here. Yeah. So uh, bear with us. You know, we're having a lot of fun doing this show for you, the VR community at large. And for those of you who watch and comment all the time, we really appreciate that interaction. The purpose of doing a live show is to have interaction with all Mm -hmm. of you. And we can see what you're commenting on and we can respond. Uh, As I say that, let me make sure that we're pretty good. People are talking about using the index controllers with the G2. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, on stuff. the G2 front, yeah, like if you have more questions, uh, stay tuned for the review later this week. I'll, I'll probably be in the comments of whatever coverage we do do, uh, answering answering more questions if you have anything specific. But yeah, hopefully Thursday or Friday, I'm hoping to have a review, full video review, uh, some comparison coverage between Index, Rift S, and Quest 2 as well. So lots to come on the reverb G2 front. Very good. So I guess let's uh, wrap this up here. 
Check out UploadVR.com for all the latest news reviews, comments, and interviews from the VR industry. Uh, I'll just start working that into my closing instead of Mm, my opening mm, mm. for the Monday shows. And uh, yeah, uh, YouTube and all the other shows that we've got going on, a lot of fun stuff coming down the way. So uh, great. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you in the future.